Tausch begins now, and we shift gears. We'll spend some quality time with Derek Blakesley, our Badgers outsider, coming up. But first, if you listened to the program last week, they had the Big Red Rally at the Italian Community Center down by the Summerfest grounds in Milwaukee. They had the citrus lime chicken on the menu, which I still haven't heard from Brust and those guys how the citrus lime chicken was. They were there for that event on KBN. But later, speaking to reporters, and we got this from our good buddy Dario Melendrez from WISN Channel 12 in Milwaukee. Uh, we made some waves. Tausch's question about Mike Vrabel, manly, intimidating Mike Vrabel, about him maybe, you know, spend a little time around the Badgers and the head coach, Luke Fickle, Kind of didn't realize how popular this radio program is. And it got a lot of attention as a result. And Luke Fickle responded to the attention that it received by saying this to the media. Well, that was that was Tauscher bringing that up on his uh, radio show the other day. And I, I always harass him on I, I thought it was just me and him basically harassing each other on the phone. I didn't realize he was actually like on ESPN. I think they put him on ESPN radio. I had no idea. So I didn't really f- think that it was going to go any further than uh, I thought it was just a little, you know, he was doing it out of his basement or something. We were doing a little radio show. Um, but I did mention to him that I had talked to, to my buddy and, and it said something about, you know, hey, coming by and spring ball and spending some time with us so we'll, we'll see i know that um you know i don't think that he's gonna you know be coaching this year so to speak in the in the nfl so um i'll continue to you know entice him so um as the weather gets better he's a guy that enjoys to golf so you know there's there's some opportunities to kind of you know do two for one but um no I, I think it would be a great opportunity for all of us for, for our kids as well um so we'll, we'll see Mr. Tauscher, your response. <laughs> I find that really interesting. There's a lot of, there's a, kind of a lot to unpack there. So I think Fickle basically just thinks I'm like in my basement talking to myself. Not kind that like there's anything Eleanor wrong with that. No, there is something wrong with that. I, I, Eleanor used to always say like when people would ask before we did the radio show and I was just doing like the Packer post game and stuff what does your dad do? And she would just say, he looks out the window and talks to himself. And that's the essence of what I feel like Fickle was thinking I was doing. You know, not realizing that we have this reach and everything else. But it comes back to the initial point. And what I thought was interesting when he said it on our show is that Mike Vrabel would be awesome if he was able to be here. And the fact yes. that, you know, Fick has got, regardless if you think you're hiring a good staff and you could have, you know, Phil Longo and a lot of veteran, really good coaches, but there's something about having somebody that will keep you honest and shoot straight with you. Because when you get in that big chair, there's a lot of times, a lot of yes men and a lot of coaches that don't really want to ruffle feathers and push. And also someone with the pedigree that Mike has, that was what was exciting to me as obviously someone that is rooting for this program to be super successful. 
Mike Vrabel would be awesome to have around, whatever capacity he has. And even though he just thought it was me and him chewing the fat on a local, uh, <clears throat> you know, mm-hmm. and you, Jason, the this deal, it was um, – <laughs> The the general point of what this could be, I think, is such a win-win for everybody that I hope it happens on a big-time basis. Uh, he he, um, you know, he didn't exactly uh, welcome you to the radio team with uh, open arms either. Did you ever actually block him in a game? No, you no, didn't. I, cro- right, you didn't cross over. Right. No, and as a matter of fact, the, he that's one of the things. I think he's given me a lot of grief about is the fact that I rode the bench for as long as I yes, did. Yes, he does. Which is, by the way, it's completely fair. It's true. Sure. I don't have any problem with it. And if I was going to be a jerk, I could say, "Well, you never really made it in the NFL at all." And I was and just going to say that. So, oh snap! I mean, it's the tr- listen. The truth is always your great little barometer deal, and in this case. Luke Fickle had a much better college career and, by the way, a much better coaching career than I did. Uh, As far as NFL goes, I don't think anybody can argue I had a better NFL career. There's sometimes things can be subjective. That's not the case. So we both have these little things, and it's fun. and I enjoy the ribbing that Luke gives, and anytime he's bringing us up uh, in a press conference setting, I'm good with it. Uh, I just did a search for Luke Fickle on Pro Football uh, Reference. Yeah. Uh, I'm here to report he never played in the NFL at all. Yeah, he got hurt, I think, in a, in training camp. And that kinda... uh, he was an undrafted free agent with the New Orleans Saints in 1997. And then he tore his ACL, and he spent the season on injured reserve and then was released by the team. I feel so. like we're, we're bad-mouthing Luke Fickle. We're now. not. Mm-hmm. We're just... No, we we had a great time with Luke, and he is. We're all excited about where the Badgers are headed. I just wanted to make sure that we had factual information to compare Tausch's college and pro careers with his. That's all. We love Luke. Mm-hmm. We're happy to have him. He's welcome to come back. Jesse, you're not buying it. Jesse, you're not buying it. I mean, there was a there was a little bit of uh, he never he been undrafted, never made it with the scene. Yeah, that felt, felt no, like was a little I'm reading. Jesse, he just I'm said reading I'm, his Wikipedia he just said page. I'm in a basement talking to myself and thinking <laughs> nobody's listening to our show. So, uh, what's worse? Well, well yeah, you can get, I, if you're gonna if you're going to rib people, you're going to get ribbing back. And this is where Jason, when he pushes and does stuff. You know, if I'm going to say this back to him, I don't want him to go into a tailspin. I always have to balance that out, and I usually do it later in shows. And that's that not happens. condescending at all. So, yep. There are there are plenty of people who move to the greater Madison or Wisconsin region, and it takes them a year to figure out where we are and to find us and to hop on board with our show every day and. Maybe yeah, that's what happened. Uh, Jesse's Coach Jesse's Fickle? afraid of Coach Fickle. Still getting acclimated. Jesse's afraid of Coach Fickle. What are you of afraid of Fickle? about? He's not afraid of you. Well, he could beat me up. I know that. It's, he's a big dog. Hey, he can take a little heat. Don't you sweat it. 
Jesse. All right. Well, what is Jesse nervous about? I don't know. What, what do we do? What is going on here? I'm, I'm not nervous. I'm, I'm just I'm giving Coach the benefit. He came of the doubt. after our guy, and we're defending him. That's he, all we're doing. We're, he sp- said, we're spitting facts. He said Tausch bases his directions on where the nearest restaurant is to where he's going, and Tausch said that's accurate. I don't think he bad mouthed him at all. There's some accuracy in that. Yeah, but well, no, he, he just badmouthed me right there. No, he just, he no just, one's listening to the show. just didn't know. He learned. He said he thought he was having a conversation on our show <laughs> that is very popular that nobody listens to, and he didn't think it was anything ever. Up. Somebody and give me Josh DiMaggio to finish the show out. So the whole the the whole thing is just it's fun. It, not everything needs to be peaches. A little consternation's fun. Yeah, as long as it doesn't get super personal, Jesse, uh, or like or, the fact that Thick never played much in the NFL, which is just truth. It's the truth. Uh, we need to get to the Badgers outsider, who also never played in the NFL, and is not yet in the Reedsburg, Reedsville. Which is it again? Yeah, it's, he's a Reedsburg he's guy. Uh, he's not getting into Reedsburgs. Uh, talk. Maybe he can get into Reedsville's. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's easier. Uh, Op- Optimus oh, Tausch is going to tell us about Pella, uh, but he's doing the glitchy thing again. Uh, I've got. Oh boy! Oh, there you are. You're back. You're back. <laughs> Quickly, the glitch tell us only about lasts Pella. a couple seconds. I no, think. It- I'm going to go really quick here. It seems impossible to get a good interest rate. Is it still glitchy? No, you sound great. Good. Yeah, keep going. Oh, well, why, you guys are freaking me out here. It seems impossible to get a good interest rate on anything these days, but Pella, they've done it. The greatest, most incredible deal. Get 0% interest for up to 60 months, and you can imagine having beautiful Pella windows and doors installed but not having to make a single payment for five years. But hurry up. As I'm glitchy, this 0% interest rate for five years only lasts until Feb 23. Pella's expert team installs year-round, so order them up today at PellaWI.com. The Badgers Outsider joins us next. It's Wilde and Tausch. The Badgers Outsider on Wilde and Tausch is brought to you by PDS, providing IT solutions and transforming IT for area companies for over 30 years. Find what solutions they can offer you at pdsit.net. Tausch is going to tell you about Paragon Development Systems. Indeed, I am. PDS been providing technology solutions and transforming IT for area companies for over 30 years. PDS is giving today's worker the true ability to work from anywhere as they balance work and life. PDS wants to be your trusted partner in driving success with enterprise solutions, digital workplace platforms, and managed services that fit your needs. PDS, Paragon Development Systems. Derek Blakesley, hi. Gentlemen, good to be here. Uh, I heard you were unhappy with Tausch, so you and Luke Fickle have something in common? I'm I'm not unhappy with Tausch. I just didn't realize he was on vacation. He didn't. He didn't let me know. I didn't realize he was required to alert you. Well, you know, there was a time I would have maybe maybe I'd have gone on vacation with him. I don't know. 
And an invitation, a little um, heads up would have been nice. You know what, Derek? I invited you way back when we were doing golf trips all the time, and you'd always say, why would I go golf somewhere else when I could golf here? That's what you told me. I was having a lot of children at the time. Well, not you. You just had a kid. <laughs> you just had a kid. I know. Let's just put it this way. Didn't at you the not? How, residence, old is the, How old is your youngest home, kid? How old my, is your youngest my kid? My youngest son is Tyler Blakesley. He just turned three. He's three years old. Okay. And it's Tausche. Tausche, when the, the, when the home yep. fires burn, they burn. I just, uh, I think oh, if people nobody's, get to know me in person, I, I, you can I, see why my wife, she, she's <laughs> had a hard time keeping it under wraps. Whoa, Nelly! Oh, God, this took a turn. <laughs> I don't know why you started talking about loins when we were just talking about trips. Like, I, I guess I'm confused. I just, I think I will give you a compliment. Tausch, you're a great trip guy. Okay, I wish, I wish I could just spend a little more time with you and, 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 you know, hop on an airplane, okay. probably have you, you know, have you upgrade me to first class so we can sit together. And, sure. uh, okay. that's the best part is just to have you foot most of the bills. All right. You know what, stuff. Derek, next trip we're next trip we're going on, you'll be, uh, you'll be, you'll, you'll be invited. <laughs> were we at I'm one guessing. point we were going to go on a, we were going to go on a bicycle tour of Europe. I want that was, that was the goal. Yeah. I, you know what I really want to do, which is one of my next, uh, <laughs> plans is I want to go and do that, uh, bike ride World. at Normandy. Yeah. Where they World go War II the bike ride. Deal. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I want to go do. That is something that's on my to-do list. Yes. Jason, anyway. I don't know why we've gotten this down this road, but here we are. This is getting a little We're men of leisure. We're men of, we're, men of, we're men of leisure. So I do have a question for you guys. I, I brought this up. I sent a note to Jesse and Jason last night. And I now went, I've always been curious on when you go to dinner, or lunch. Oh boy! You typically, I like getting inside information from the people that are there. Mm-hmm. And after last night, I am no longer going to do that because I've started to recognize I'm going to get what I want anyways. Unless someone is just someone comes up to me and says, "You have to try the meatloaf." If I go to Quick Trip, you have to try the meatloaf and mashed potatoes. Okay, I'll try it. But mm-hmm. if I go to this restaurant and I had there is a Nashville hot chicken sandwich or a Reuben. And I wanted the Reuben. I was thinking Reuben. And then this waitress said, nah, the Nashville hot chicken has this hot honey that you're going to love. And I said, thank you. Give me the Reuben. And after that, I said to myself, (laughs) I'm never going to ask again because I felt like a total jerk store after that dialogue ensued. So I'm not doing it. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think that's the. I, I've been in that scenario too, where you get the recommendation from the server and you go against the recommendation. I would give you some guidance that might change your life at a restaurant. I've become okay. a post-arrival um, uh, entree peeker. I get out of my seat and walk around the dining area and look at other people's food. Oh my god! What? I, okay. <laughs> I. With under like, under under so dinner, under auspices you... under auspices of a bathroom break or something, <laughs> I'll walk through the dining room and check out how the food looks when it's plated. Oh. And there's been times I have been swayed big time. Like I'll see a big plate of something, I'll be like, you know what, I got to get that, and I will go by what it looks. That way, I don't have the awkward. How close are you getting to these tables? No, espionage. I, that's a great question. Yeah, you am smelling I, it? <laughs> am I am I sniffing the entree? 
No. Am I making physical contact with fellow diners? No. Am I? Am I? Am I making eyes at a at a you know a nice New York strip and maybe looking at the garlic mashed potatoes for shape and for consistency? I might. I do. And uh, it's just a pro tip. When I'm on the show, I bring value. Well, Derek, I think one of the things you could start doing is because you're always dressed pretty dapper when you go out, either a quarter zipper. You should start acting as if you're the general manager and going up and asking them how you like their entrees. Start posing as a general manager and saying, have you enjoyed your time here? So what, far? Wait a what minute. Think, of the meatloaf? <laughs> think both, this through both hands, all the way. What both, if you, both hands, I, no. both hands behind the back. And I, after, and if they say it's going really good and the food is excellent, I go to my table and get my empty plate, bring it over, and just kind of wiggle my way in and sit down next to everyone and say, well, since you guys are having such a good time and the food's so good, I'd like to have a couple bites before well, I that's order. Ludicrous. All right. What that's are you absurd. What are you – no, stop. Just full stop. That's where it's All absurd. Right. This is a great oh. idea until you encounter the table that is dissatisfied to the nth degree. Now what are you doing? Well, I let them know I've got nothing to do with the restaurant. I'm just over it. Then your cover's blown. Don't I don't even work here. Oh, yeah. that stinks. <laughs> yeah, we're, we stopped well, it on a whim. Order I'm that. just trying to. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyone else envisioning like someone sitting at a table a few tables away, and they're like starting to cut into their steak, and suddenly Derek's head just like pops in from behind yeah. their shoulder? I'm an entree peeker. That's 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 something I've gotten big into the last couple of years. <laughs> well, we finally found something you're a Hall of Famer in. Uh, all right. We have a lot of things we wanted to talk about with you, including the whole fickle exchange, which we never even got to now because we've traveled down this road of you getting upgraded to first class and traveling with Tausch to Normandy to ride your bikes. <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> it would be a fun trip. Those who uh, don't learn history are, are, are damned to repeat it. So. Something like that. Uh, all right, we want to get your reaction to Luke Fickle. We want to – I mean, you have time, right? We rescheduled you. You don't have to go. Yeah, do I got, yeah I got, I've got time. Got nothing but time, yeah. Uh, so we want to get your thoughts on uh, Luke Fickle clapping back at our guy. And there are some on this panel. I won't mention any names, but one rhymes with Jesse – that are thinking that this is just the beginning of a really bad spiral for our Badger basketball team. Is that your concern as well? We'll continue with the Badgers Outsider, presented by PDS. Next, it's Wilde and Tausch. This is Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN, sponsored by American Family Insurance. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at amfam.com. Continuing with the Badgers Outsider. Now, Derek, do you do the Domofsky where you listen to the show before you appear so you know what we're talking about? Which is really impressive by him, by the way. Do you do that? Yeah, I try to do a good job of that every time. At least a few minutes. Mm. So did you 
Let's play Luke Fickle getting after Tausch again, though, for everyone who maybe joined us late. Again, this is Luke Fickle after appearing on our show, spilling the beans that Mike Vrabel's going to be hanging around the team this season. To what degree, he didn't say. But his close personal friend, one of his best friends on the planet, former Tennessee Titans head football coach, who was out of the NFL for this year, going to spend some time around the Badgers. He broke that news with us. And then when asked by Dario Melendrez and the rest of the media at the Big Red Rally in Milwaukee last week, he said this. Well, that was that was Tauscher bringing that up on his uh, radio show the other day, and I, I always harass him on. I, I thought it was just me and him basically harassing each other on the phone. I didn't realize he was actually like on ESPN. I think they put him on ESPN radio. I had no idea, so I didn't really f- think that it was going to go any further than uh, I thought. It was just a little, you know, he was doing it out of his basement or something. We were doing a little radio show, um, but I did mention to him that I had talked to, to my buddy and, and it said something about you know hey coming by and spring ball and spending some time with us so we'll, we'll see I know that um, you know I don't think that he's gonna you know be coaching this year so to speak in the in the NFL so um, I'll continue to you know entice him so um, as the weather gets better he's a guy that enjoys to golf so you know there's there's some opportunities to kind of you know do two for one but um no, I, I think it would be a great opportunity for all of us, for, for our kids as well. Um, so we'll, we'll see. Derek, how do you assess the Badgers head coach getting after our boy? I had not heard that. Um, it's funny because he, he really walked it back, and then he, he just went ahead and basically said the same thing over mm-hmm. again. <laughs> uh, typical Tausch operation. He probably, you know, the the, the booking the booking duo of, Tauscher and then to Jesse, I, I think the guy's got to know uh, that he's not just talking to, not just talking to Tausch in his basement. It's almost like he's trying to declare some plausible deniability for something, and then he goes ahead and and says it. I don't know. I just my my initial reaction to it is, what is this guy doing? He's talking in circles. Um, I think there should be some excitement about it. He he does, he holds the door open. Um, it would be a good thing to have Rabel around. Uh, and he, instead of just saying, no, nah, I was just I was thinking, you know, Mike might come up for, for a day to visit and he might stop by practice. He didn't say that. He said he's continuing to entice. So on one hand, you could give credit to the show for breaking some news. On the other hand, you've got to make clear to everybody when they come on, this is the big time. This is, this is ESPN. It's like getting kicked off a YouTube video. People got to know this is, this is the big time. This is the show. This is where things happen. Mm-hmm. And and perhaps in the text message when you try to book somebody, let them know, hey, going to be on the show. It'd be interesting to get Tausch's feedback on because I hadn't heard what the message was to get thick on the show. Was it was it clear? What do we have here? It's time to investigate. This is a murder she wrote kind of scenario. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm Angela Lansbury. An- Angela no, Lansbury. Crystal clear. Yeah, there's. Let me tell you something. That's that's all just fun semantical things. And the point being, and you just said it, he wants to get Mike Vrabel involved in this as much as he can. Uh, how much that's going to be, we shall find out. But there is so much positive things that can come from that. Uh, I really hope that he's going to be around a bunch because I think he could be a huge help 
in this growth that Luke Fickle's trying to get established within his program here at Wisconsin. Yeah, it definitely lends credibility, right? It lends credibility to the program. Um, I just wish in this case that Coach Fickle would have lent a little more credibility to your friendship. And uh, kind of made it sound like he was, he was... I think that's fair. Sounds like he was kind of kind of trying to downplay something, but then I think let's just not bury the headline. The headline is he went back on the same talk track he had before, which is he's going to see if he can get him around. Except he does never that. said his name again. It's another piece. It's another piece of the puzzle exactly. to trying to get to, I mean, whatever the top of the heap is or whatever this heap, and I can say the whole sport has kind of turned into a heap, uh, trying to get to where we're, we're, we're chasing national championships whenever the rules and everything gets figured out in the parameters. So I hope we're there. I think we're, I'm confident we're in a good position, better than most. Speaking of being in a good position, the Badger men's basketball team was, and now they're not How concerned are you about this four-game tailspin and their chances of pulling themselves out of it? They're still ranked in the top 20 despite losing four in a row and at least two of them to really not very good opponents. Yeah, we're not playing very good. I was trying to be really optimistic last week. We're not making any shots. So the deal is, if you have a good enough team, you think you can outscore people. Okay, once you can do that, then you don't have to play that possession game in the, in the efficiency game where you're, you're going to say to the other team, you're only going to have a certain number of possessions and we're going to D you up. And then hopefully, even though we lack scoring, we'll end up with more points than you and we'll keep this, this limited. Well, you open it up when you've got a better team. And then you can take some shots, but I think Coach Garden said it. We've done some heat checking. Uh, we got guys, I guess Blackwell's a little bit injured or something, but he hasn't contributed. Uh, Crowell is not contributed. We look a little tired. I mean, I would just say it, a lot of this is, seems to be symptomatic of a team that's tired. But I will also say <clears throat> we're not good enough to be, like, top end all season with that kind of talent. Um, we're going to have some adversity. We're going to lose uh, lose some games. I'm not sure where we're at. This game tonight against Ohio State, a team we should beat at home, is a gut check. Somebody's got to step up. And maybe, maybe, this is just optimistic me, Maybe there's someone that's going to step up, like I think Connor Asijian is who we're all sort of alluding to, or mm-hmm. someone that can get hot here. And then once that player gets hot, and then maybe it's a new kind of contributor, then we get a little bit of our bench depth, and we get our backup point guard back, and we make a run in the Big Ten tournament. We don't have to be terrific right now, but we got to hurry up and get back to where we, where we were. I just hope something good comes of this. We're not going to shoot so poorly every game. We're going to make some shots, and we're going to have some favorable matchups. Um, I just I don't think anybody knows how good we really are. We, nobody knows, and that's why we're sitting at number twenty when we were a freaking two seed a week ago. So, um, I, I hope because I want to have a fun March. All of what you guys talked about earlier today is you want to have more experiences to watch the teams you like more times, so you can have experience the pleasure um, mm-hmm. of watching them win more and get together with your friends. It's a social construct in March. Jesse wants to bring out Dunzo. So. Derek, no, no, don't be bringing out. We've we, too, just, too good of a team. Your lesson with Dunzo. I, oh, yeah. too, too good of a team. I'm not yeah. bringing Dunzo out yet, mm. but if they lose to Ohio State tonight, they'll have lost to four of the bottom five Big Ten teams. Like that's not I, a championship Final Four team like Tausch proclaimed them to be two weeks ago. No, we we got on a run of games yeah. there where 
where somebody got hot down the stretch and everybody declared that we were really good at closing out games. The reality was we just we found the hot hand and the hot hand um, took us home. The last few games can't find a hot hand or it's not we're not we're not able to get it down the stretch. Um, so we got to get a little more disciplined. I think that's that's a fact, and we got to play through the post, like I said a couple weeks ago, and try to play the efficiency game a little better than we have. We can't turn the ball over early in the game like we have, and the defense has to get better. We mentioned that 2000 Final Four team. If you remember how that team won basketball games and we got all the way to the Final Four like we did is against LSU and Purdue, we played impenetrable defense. We played the best defense the kind of, in college uh, basketball you don't see very often. We need to strive for that and lead, lead the end of the season if we have success by playing really good defense and getting one player that hasn't stepped up to step up. Um, and those are the two catalysts that I'm looking for if we're going to make this happen to get to the Sweet 16 and, and maybe beyond, maybe not. But you'd rather them lose in the Sweet 16 than feel the heartbreak of losing the national championship game. No, no I'm kidding. I'm all, I'm, all, I'm all about the heartbreak. You don't... You don't live in Wisconsin and, and watch I'm all the Brewers. about the heartbreak. <laughs> you don't you don't you don't become a Brewers fan or anything like that if you're not a person that can handle a little heartbreak. What people let let's break this down. What people are looking for is you can go to somebody's house, get some get you can eat poorly for the day and have an excuse for it. So you can have weenie wraps and you can have meatballs with barbecue sauce on them. You can drink a little more than you normally do, and you can laugh it up, high five, play bags with your buddies sit out in the kitchen with the gals and have a little glass of wine and rip on all the husbands. That's what people want to do. They want to get together. It's a social construct. The more opportunities we have to do that, the mm. better it is for the sporting public that supports any given team. I'll take the losses in the finals social all day long. Indeed. It's all about social yeah. construct. Derek, we enjoy, our social, we enjoy our social construct with you. Great to talk with you, buddy. Thanks. Hey. Hopefully tonight the basketball connects with the bottom of the net for our Badgers. How's that for a finish? Peacocks. Way, way to go Pretty out good. strong. Peacock, yes, on, watch on, on Peacock. Peacock. Tausch will not be That watching. is the worst. I, 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 oh, God. That's, that's for another day. I, I hold. Whoa, Nelly. Yeah, I agree. You're, you're kind of a peacock. We appreciate you. Bye. No response. Uh, he was talking about weenie wraps and meatballs with barbecue sauce. If you eat too many yeah. of those, you might be eligible for that Fortria study that they've got going on. Yeah, and you could also, if you're looking at doing a bike ride through uh, you know, France and you need a little extra spending cash, you better sign up now for Fortria's clinical trials. They have a couple studies going on, healthy adults ages 18 to 60. They have that BMI of 18 to 32 study with two stays of 15 nights. And you can make 14K for your time and participation. Another trial looking for healthy males and females ages 18 to 55. BMI of 18.5 to 32. Study involves one stay of nine nights. Of course, females non-childbearing potential one stay nine nights one follow-up and you can make yourself four thousand fifty five bucks for your time and participation go to fortriaclinicaltrials.com that's fortria f-o-r-t-r-e-a clinicaltrials.com we'll close up shop for today next it's wildy and tausch you're listening to wildy and tausch on 94.5 espn presented by pella windows and doors of wisconsin call gina della from pella at 855 pella wi or visit online at pella wi.com slash radio golden golden
Eric Blakesley. We always enjoy our social construct with him. Hopefully we'll be enjoying a win on Peacock by the Badger men's basketball team later tonight. Although, I don't know, do they have Peacock on your vacation? Or are you boycotting it even if you don't have to pay for it? Yeah, you know I'm not a Peacock guy, so no. I, I, that's what I'm, I've heard. I'll catch the uh, highlights. I'll, you know what yeah, you are. You're not a Peacock guy, What's but that? you are a Coors Light guy. Yeah, and on vacation, or you want to chill, you're just looking to kick back. It's going to be Coors Light in my hand. And you know what? Where I'm at, it's a little bit warmer. Got to make sure I got the ice out. Got to make sure those big, beautiful silver bullets, those mountains are blue. That's when you know Coors Light is chilled to perfection. That's why it is always Coors Light in my hand. Celebrate responsibly, Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Jesse, you want to do the fastest Woe Nelly in history? Sure. If the topic is good, the guys discuss. Just the other morning, I had breakfast at Tracy Rocker's house. His mama brought out 15 flapjacks. He said, Mama, take back five of them flapjacks. They're going to stay hungry for the Crimson Tide. But if it's not, the show must go on. It's time for Woe Nelly on Wildy and Tausch. Our long two-and-a-half-week nightmare is over. Oh, come on. Yeah, it wasn't a nightmare. Rufus is gone. What a bunch of good boys. We're back down to one dog. Order has been restored. But not before Rufus caused a little chaos for us on Sunday. We were at... Uh-oh. uh we we're at a local place where it's like a like a dog park and then also a like restaurant brewery type of thing. Sure. Uh, and so we were running around. You know, the dogs are running around having a great time. And then we go to sit down, and they were serving food. They don't always serve food. They were serving food on Sunday afternoon because it was like a pre big game party theme kind of day. And so we're sitting and eating food, Becca and I, and Rufus, the dog that we're watching, Corey's dog is just sitting like looking at everyone else that's around us and just whining like crazy and every other person sitting around either drinking a Coors Light or enjoying some chicken wings is looking at us like we're tormenting this dog Mm. what would you have done because we were debating like do we get up and like run around and not eat do we leave it like it was almost like a having a crying baby like we didn't know what to do like, it's just a dog sitting there. He's just sitting. He's not hurt or anything. He's just sitting and wants to go and play. And he was clearly, like, vocalizing it to the point where he was irritating everybody around us. What would you have done? Tosh would never have a dog. you're the dog guy. <laughs> yeah, Jason would never have a dog. I, I, could sit here and, I could sit here and spew a bunch of stuff, but, Jason, you have dogs, cats, I don't understand the social lizards. construct here. So where is Rufus in relation to you? Uh, like behind our chair, let's say. So we like tied the leashes to the chair that we were sitting on, and then he's just sitting there on the leash. I'm going to go give him pets and tell him it's okay, buddy. Well, we tried that, but we got our fingers full of saucy chicken wings. We had, like, oh, maybe we should pet the dog in the middle of something that. different. Yeah, you got to get the wet naps. It was Super Bowl uh, Sunday, um, guy, your wings. I, yeah, I, I, I would probably sit and eat with the dog, sit next to him, so he would feel better, so he wouldn't feel lonely. That's me. Nah. But what if it was Mo 
and not Rufus because oh, Rufus yeah. is your dog. Mo is not. It, mm-hmm. Rufus is not your dog. Mo is. Yeah, Mo. We would. He wouldn't have done that first of all. But he would. If he a, did, he would have been a good boy. We would have pet him, and he would have been full. You would have consoled yeah. him because you love. He would have yeah, been. You loved, just don't yeah. love Rufus as much because he's not yours. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that was a dog of a whoa, Nelly. Jason, before I leave, yeah, that was not great. Because you're out. This is it. This is all we get of you this week. Yeah, I'll see you on Monday. I'm taking a little break. We needed a break from each other. We've been fighting, and so we'll be good. The uh, the I just saw the Tiger Woods new brand Sunday Red, which normally you'd say Sunday Red. Uh, The marketing team said you need words of three, the rule of three. So as I'm gone. Wildy and Tausch, I need you to come up with a three-word brand that covers our show in its best form, and I'm waiting to hear from you guys on Monday what those three words would be. Whatever you say. Agree with Tausch. (laughs) That's it for us. (laughs) That was quick. Tausch can enjoy his vacation. You'll enjoy Brian Bulaga as our cousin sub of the day tomorrow.